What is up? This is Take It or Leave It. Brought to you live from Palm Bay, Florida on a Thursday. What's up, Beastie? Uh, not too much. Uh, this is an NFL episode, so I'm excited uh, for uh, some of this pro talk. There's some stuff going on in the league. so It's true. I feel like we love college football, and I yeah. feel like I'm almost starting to lean more college football than NFL as a fan, Yeah. but I feel like we hardly ever pull college talk into our NFL night, but we always pull a little NFL into our college night, so I feel like our heart still belongs to the NFL a little bit. Well, I mean, it, the other thing is it's the future for the college, too. That's you know, true. You get excited for these kids playing, and you're like, oh, I want to see them go pro. Or is it the future of the NFL? Oh. I love both. <laughs> Let's just move on. Okay. Um, a lot to talk about tonight. Like Easton said, a lot going on around the league. A lot of big games this week. So many big games that for our cover three, we did not choose our three games. I just randomly selected them by scrolling and pointing my finger at one, or at three, rather. And that's what we went with, because there are just too many good games on this week. So, without further ado, let us... No, with further ado, we're going to go back, rewind. Shout out. We forgot to do this last time. We're trying to do it every episode. Shout out to our guy, Colin Tall. He has been producing and editing these episodes and shows, and they have been awesome. So, big shout out to him. CT Audio. CT audiodesign.com dot com go check it out Colin Tall uh, he's the best he's he's our guy um, so now without further ado we move on to week 10 recap game number one the Miami Dolphins are hot as can be Easton ask me how hot they are so hot that they can't even lose correctly. There's, they cannot tank correctly. They are on a two-game winning, I'm going to call it a winning skid, not a winning streak, because to me it's a winning skid, because yeah, they're winning, but they're skidding in the draft, and they are dropping, actually, I say they're dropping farther, but they're not. They're still at the fifth overall pick currently, but they're hurting their chances at that number one, two, or three pick, and it drives me nuts they beat the Colts 16 to 12 as far as the Colts go not going to throw much shade at them they had Brian Hoyer he threw three picks with Jacoby Brissett that's a totally different ball game so we'll leave it at that Dolphins beat the Colts come on man and a little bit more I will say about the Dolphins I now officially like Brian Flores I think he is smart I think he actually has a team that is fighting for him clearly they've won two games with essentially zero big names and I don't think we have one big name, actually. Now I think about it. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick might be our biggest name. Devontae Parker. He's he isn't quite developed into what I thought he would be. I guess you could consider him a big name. I like his skill set. I'm just set, trying to think of a big yeah, name. Yeah, no, I guess he would be one of the biggest ones. Maybe Rashad Jones, but he's kind of hit and miss. He's kind of hurt, and they're they're one minute gone the next. And everybody else I could think of has uh, left the organization. Yeah. So or been shoved away from the organization well, yeah but they're um, no longer with the organization but that being said you've got this team of no names and you've won two nfl games in a row and not against like like yeah it's the colts with brian hoyer but you know and then the jets with genius adam gay so that's a tough game too of course so anyways 
don't know how to tank correctly, but they're fighting hard. I like him as a coach. He's got swag. He does have a Belichickian feel to him. I'm on board with Brian Flores. I hope he gets at least three or four years in this thing, especially with this draft. It should pull in a lot of good players. I just don't understand. Like, obviously, yes, your your players want to win football games, and it's very like hard to play for an organization that is per- tanking on purpose. But if you like, you know, just have a organization wide meeting. Like, this is our plan. We're planning for the future. You know, and then use it as an opportunity to let some people who don't get playing time to like make an effort, see if like, oh, this guy isn't that great in practice, Put but he's phenomenal on, game time. Put all your starters on IR. <laughs> well, no, not even that. Just, you know, like let them do it like preseason where the starters play the first two quarters and True. then everybody else plays the third and fourth. Yeah, I don't know if though, like, because yet yeah, tanking is obviously frowned upon by a lot. I mean, even yeah, though but, it's, it's known to happen. What, but... There's no, there's no penalty against I mean, it. Like, you, could, you could argue the Bengals are kind of doing it by benching Dalton. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't winning games for them, but he wasn't playing bad this season. And they just were like, eh, Matt Flynn, here we go. Right. They, they, their excuse was they want to see what they have for the future. But it's like Dalton wasn't playing terribles. I mean, what, what do you, you know you're going to pick a quarterback. Yeah. You're not going to play Matt Flynn next year when you've got Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua sitting there. Oh, we talked about college. You did. We did it. I did it. We did it. This is a word together. Okay. Oh, um, uh, dang it. I did it. Anyways, uh, Dolph, yeah, I don't know. So that's that game. You want to move on to the next game? Uh, yeah, next game is the Ravens beating the Bengals, who are tanking correctly. They sure are. are. Still winless. 0-9, oh, I believe. Uh, I believe so at this point, yeah. So they're the only, they're the only team with a perfect record? Perfectly, a perfectly imperfect. Yeah, because a zero percent win percentage. Well, because later on we'll get to it, but the 49ers no longer have a perfect record. That's true. So That's true. they're we the last perfect it. record in the NFL. Way to go, Bengals! Perfect in some way, as in they're they are tanking perfectly. Yeah, good for them. Good job, Bengals. Hey, at least you commit a little bit on the other side of the ball. The Ravens, they might be the best team in the league. Could be. I mean, it's their defense is looking really good, and I don't know it's the Bengals. But just take their whole season into account. Like, Lamar Jackson is the most electric player in the league. I love Pat Mahomes to death. He's the most electric thrower of the football. Pat or Lamar Jackson is the most electric player. Like, yeah, he can score from anywhere on the field with his arm or his feet. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's it is mesmerizing to watch. He's going for a second Heisman. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, but he could potentially put his name he could if he keeps playing like this for MVP. He could slip it in there. I don't think he can win it with how good Russ is playing, especially with this game, which is funny cuz this was probably his worst statistical game of the se- of the season, but I think it pushed him the farthest ahead in the MVP. But we'll talk about Russ later. Sorry. Lamar Jackson is a freak and the Ravens look really good on in all aspect, aspects of the game. And when you think about special teams, defense, offense, they're all great. They've got the best kicker in the league, and Justin Tucker. They've got a fine punting game. Not that that matters because they're not punting much. They've got one of the most explosive offenses, which has the number one rushing offense, which is what wins games in the winter and in the playoffs. Is still even today in our passing league, when it gets cold, you got to be able to run the ball. So they got the number one rushing offense. Their defense looks much better than the than they did at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and well, and improved. just much better than we thought they would be this year at all because they got rid of some players. And then they've got a great coach. I mean, John Harbaugh has always been kind of undervalued because we've always thought of, oh, Jim Harbaugh is the one. Jim right. Harbaugh is the one. But 
John Harbaugh is the one that's won. He beat Jim Harbaugh in a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's the one that's led this team to winning season after winning season for the past, what, 10 years, 12 years? Yeah. I, so, like the only, the only complaint I can think I have with John Harbaugh is I would have let Flacco go a year earlier. Okay. I, I could see that, but I also don't think he has a t- autonomy like Bill Belichick does with because that's kind of a GM decision. Right. I guess it could have been his decision to maybe bench him for for somebody else. But right. before Lamar Jackson, who do you have? I mean, well, no, that, that's what I'm saying. They should have let Lamar start earlier. Oh, earlier in the season. Yeah. Okay. So rather than later in the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. But other than that, he's been a fantastic coach. So I like the Ravens a lot. Watch out for the Ravens. Um, next up, Titans beat the Chiefs in a game that Pat Mahomes could do no wrong in his return had a jump throw where he literally jumped into the air like NFL Street and put the ball on a line, I think it was 22 yards downfield. Something like that, yeah. Hit him only where he could catch it because it was <laughs> it was just a perfect, perfectly placed throw. And Nicole Hardman did the rest, taking it the rest of the 60-some-odd yards for a touchdown. All of that to say the Titans and Ryan Tannehill <laughs> better. They bested these, these Chiefs. And one thirty-five to thirty-two. I know I keep jumping around in games, just to like continue different stories. But Kirk Cousins also had a jump pass. He did, and he it did. was Are for we, a touchdown. We're talking about them later, so yes, we'll, we'll talk about that because on that jump pass, someone had a fantastic catch. Yeah, someone well, and did. That's our teaser. Whoa, that's our teaser. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. So yeah, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. The past four games, he's actually averaging like twenty fantasy points a game. I know it's funny to say that as like a base of measurement for how well he's been playing. But it's one of the best ways we can we can measure it. It's, it so he's averaging like 19, 22 points per game uh, in the past four games starting at quarterback. So he just it's, played really it's well. Definitely been the right move for the Titans organization. Oh yeah, he's much. Which is funny seeing how good he is with them mm-hmm. and thinking he was never above average with the Dolphins except for a, a peak of that that playoff year in two thousand seventeen, two thousand sixteen, whenever that was, a couple years ago. He started the season off like 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and we were like, okay, he's looking good, and he got hurt. So we didn't see what he finished with. He looks awesome with the Titans. Like mm-hmm. I, He looks like a starting – he looks like – I wouldn't say he's as he looks as good as Dak, but he looks like that style of like you can win games and maybe even win a playoff game with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's playing really well, and he's showing leadership. He had the, I don't know if you saw his run for a touchdown, but yeah. he, he got stuck at the goal line. And kept driving his feet and ran the dude over to get the touchdown. Like, yeah, and it's it's like surprising because Marcus Merida didn't start this year bad. No, he did. I mean, he's and never... some, something happened and he just started to be really bad. Him and he had a hot start. Him and Jameis Winston are truly draft buddies because they've been the same their whole careers where they've been hot and cold. You see some games and you're like, that kid can play like really well, and then you see others and it's like, oh, okay, he's really bad. And, uh, yeah, Mariota's had those moments as well, just like Winston. So, anyways, you want to go on? What's the next game? Uh, let uh, me – no, 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 this works out because you'll do this one. and I'll do. Yep, perfect. So, go ahead. The Falcons kill the Saints 26-9. to This is tough. Shocker of the year. Yeah. And I'm glad we didn't pick this game in our picks because we both would finally went with the Saints where we've both kind of been – not sleeping on them. We know they were good, but we haven't been picking them when we right. when we picked their games. We probably would have obviously against the Falcons finally went with them. 
and we would have lost it. And not I had think it we went with them their last game, I guess. I think did we May- against we might the have. Cardinals? We might. Uh, no, I didn't. I think I took them to win, but I think I took Cardinals in the points, oh, okay. and they ended up like blowing out the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, I don't. You might have went with them both ways. I don't remember. But yeah, yeah, so upset of the season. That is, you know, we've heard, we've said it before. That's their burn the tape game. Yeah, it has their, to be. Has to be. It's a it's a divisional rivalry. Get over it. Move on. Go get back on track. Because if you let this linger, speaking of New Orleans, we're gonna be there. Oh yeah. In two days, we're gonna Easton and I are flying to New Orleans. Um, we're gonna be four, uh, five, four days or so scouting Drew Brees' thumb. Yeah, which I was thinking of. I could talk about this later, but I was thinking. Might as well check out how much a game is. That'd be pretty fun. Saints games are probably super expensive, so probably if not. But, well. but uh, I mean, if we can find some for thirty bucks, I don't think that's possible. But that'd be cool. Or uh, who was it? Who was it that beat FSU this year? Everybody. No, no, it was the shoot. It's in a <laughs> small Louisiana oh, school that yeah. was like no one, probably nobody even um, knows what this stands for. Oh, you. Uh, it, was it was like ULA or something like no, that. No, it was Louisiana. And then there was like two letters. It's like right. Louisiana. Was it Louisiana? It was like I don't know. Let's let. Well, sorry. No, yeah. dang it. That was me talking college. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it it's happening. Um, next game up, Steelers beat the Rams seventeen to twelve. The Rams seem to be. This game was a mixture of the Rams seem to be falling apart as the season goes on. They have they they are clearly not the same team as last year and the past couple years mostly because their offensive line's falling apart and getting old. But at the same time, the Steelers are impressive with the stuff they've went through. No Antonio Brown, no Le'Veon Bell, Big Ben gone. My, and then their defense has just stepped up. And Mason Rudolph hasn't been great, but he's not been bad. And it's like they're not scoring a lot of points. But like I said, their defense has been really good, specifically Minka Fitzpatrick, who yes. since, <laughs> since leaving the Dolphins... He has five picks, yep. two of which are touchdowns. <laughs> so he's playing lights um, out. Defense. That's what you it's call awesome. a win-win because they needed that juice on defense, uh-huh. and we desperately needed the first-round pick. So and, I think, and I think he needed just to be happy. Change of scenery, and yeah, he he wanted out. The problem for us is they are on a, I believe, a four-game winning streak. So they started the season off one and four. So I was thinking, man, we're gonna have two top ten round uh, first-round picks. Uh huh. Well, they're five and four, and right now they are the last f- spot in the playoffs. If the season were to end today, they'd be in the playoffs. So, not too good for for our pick. But um, anywho, great game for the Steelers. They played a night against the Browns. We are not picking that game in our cover three, but uh, it's a good one, I believe. I'm not even gonna guess who. I think the Browns might have been favored because I think they're at home. But I don't want to say that Easton's. I'm, I'm Browns stalling. are favored by three. So it's a. They're saying it's a neutral game. Okay. Um. Yeah. So watch that game. It'll be a good one. Fifty-four point seven percent chance that Browns will win. Really? Mm-hmm. At home, I would. Pro- if we were taking that, I'd probably take the Steelers to win that game outright. Yeah. Interesting. But the Browns did just come off a big game against the Bills, so they could turn the season around right here. So, um. All right. Here now on to the one you're so excited about. Go ahead. I am so excited about the Vikings beating the Cowboys. It was a really good game. Um, Vikings started off hot and then just kind of plateaued, and then that's when the Cowboys came out as like a second-half team, 
started coming back, and end score was 28-24. So uh, Dalvin Cook went off, uh, 26 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown, also with seven receptions and 86 yards. And that was the rub. It wasn't his best running night because he had so many carries and didn't eclipse 100 yards, but the receiving was impressive. Nine, yeah. What Was it seven for 87? Seven for 86. 86, okay. I mean, that's incredible. So he basically put up a very solid performance as a running back and as a receiver. <laughs> and that, that's exactly what I said needed to happen last week. I was like, we just need our big names to really show up. Sure. And then Kirk played well, 220 yards and two touchdowns. And one of those touchdowns? Was a jump pass. I think it was like from the five or it was inside the 10. Yeah, but it was a pretty little jump pass. Yeah. And it was to Kyle Rudolph and it looked like it was too high and it was going to go out of bounds. Kyle Rudolph jumps up, one arm snags it, somehow gets both feet in. He also put it in a spot. It was a little high, but he also put it away from him because yeah. the the defender was right on him. Yeah. So it looked like he was like, I'll give him a chance, but probably just kind of throwing this ball away. Yeah. And he put that mid out and just, put, like, it was nothing. Just yep. No bobble or anything. Just yep. snatched awesome. out of the air. Beautiful catch. Yeah. So that, that was an awesome highlight uh, to watch. And well, then... Um, He's not putting up crazy numbers all the time, but I'm very happy with our our second uh, running back is Alexander Madison. He's a tough dude. It seems like you have two solid. So like obviously Delvin Cook's the the yes. number one. Yes. But those you have two of everything. You have two number one receivers. Yeah. You have two very good running backs. Obviously, one's a clear number one, but right. Madison could go play anywhere else and probably start. Yeah. Not anywhere else in. Most seventy five percent of the league yeah. can go start probably, mm-hmm. and then you've got not only Kyle Rudolph, but your boy Irv Smith, uh, Irv Smith yeah. who is really solid. Yep. Like again, I don't know who's better out of him or Kyle Rudolph. Like he might be a little better, honestly. He's a little bit more athletic. So I mean, you guys just have two of everything mm-hmm. on offense, at least. It's Ooh, what I, it feels like. Not yeah. two quarterbacks. Well, no, no, we've got no, like you we've do got half a quarterback. No, you have two. You have wow. Kirk's really good, Kirk. And you have, <laughs> how is he in the league, Kirk? Oh, you're right. Two quarterbacks. They're just in the one body. <laughs> you don't know who you're going to get every night yeah. or every day. But It just feels like sometimes Kirk decides to go throw with his left hand. Y- yes. You have, have lefty left Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> and, yeah, Kirk, lefty Kirk, where he comes in, you're like, why are you throwing your left hand? He's like, I'm left-handed. I've always thrown my left hand. You're like, no, you haven't. <laughs> Put that ball on your right hand again, buddy. Oh, gosh. So okay. it was, it's another good win and bumps us up to seven and three. So it seems like we'll be higher in the running for um, a playoff spot wild card. Definitely for the wild card, but also puts you only one game back of the Packers or one and a half technically because did they beat you this year? They beat us first game this so year. So you got to go out and beat. If you go out and beat them, you're perfectly even because they're eight and two currently. Because you would both have three losses. If you can go out and beat them shortly, whenever you play them again. Um, yeah, I mean, just keep winning. So, like, that's a very close race. You could very well win that division. I think both teams get in, but I think one gets in on a wild card, obviously, and one get. I mean, I think both teams will get in, though. Just how where are you going? You know. Yeah. Um, congrats to the Vikings. Y'all look really good, and, and especially with that game, it had everything you could possibly want. It had offense, and it had defense because it was just. It looked like it was back and forth at the beginning. Um, really, you guys took a commanding fourteen point lead, but then they came back, tied it up. So it had like parity, 
but then it also had defense. You guys' defense is the one that closed the game out for oh, you. Yeah. So, I mean, it had great defense in the game, too. It was just well-rounded football game. A lot of fun to watch. Wait, um, does that move us? It does moves us to probably the most fun I've had watching football. And also, this was a good, yes. It, it like it was. It had it was my favorite game to watch, but it was also like a very frustrating game to watch. It was. It was. This was by far to me the best game of the season. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Best game in a long time. It. it this was a. The only thing. One of the frustrating things about it is we wanted to go to bed so bad. Yes. <laughs> but you how do you can't. you can't you can't go to bed i actually had to shower so badly that i brought my phone in to the shower thank god iphones can are good up to 10 meters of water and i put it <laughs> in my shower bat like my basket that holds all my soaps and streamed it while i was showering and i that was that was awesome i think i might watch games from the shower more often there's just the warm water and it's a good time i can't tell you how many opportunities Jimmy G gave that Seahawks defense to end the game. Can we just make sure we know that like this podcast is an anti Jimmy G podcast? <laughs> like, can we just make that stand? Like, since before his big game two weeks ago, and long after, we have always said he's crap. Like, he is their he is their weak link. Like, yes. that's team's only weak link potentially. They've got a great running game, multiple running backs. I mean, three or four of them. Now with Emmanuel Sanders, they've got the weapons on the outside. George Kittle, who, yes, he missed the game. He's hurt right now, but he, he's top three tight end in the league at, at the worst. Um, and their defense is the best in the league, like potentially besides the Patriots. I think they're be- they're more well-rounded than the Patriots because the Patriots, you can run on the Patriots. You can't really run or pass on the Niners very easily. So Jimmy G is their weak link, and he's kind of a big weak link. Like He's bad. He could have easily had three, four picks in this game. Yeah, in just the one series. One series, yeah. And of course, if you get one pick, then you don't get the others. Right. But like, you get what I mean. Like he, he threw. He gave them three or four opportunities on that one series yeah. at the end of the game. And yep. Instead, they're driving for like a, a game-winning score or at least a tying field goal. Right. Which is what they got. And and he, I, he hit at least twice, two different Seahawks in the chest with the football. KJ Wright. I don't remember the other. The other uh, was um, Wagner, Bobby Wagner. Wagner hit one, and yep. I think he had a DB too. I think he. It, it might have been the uh, Griffin kid. Uh, we, might, might have, maybe. No, I'm thinking of the one where he had to dive for and oh. almost picked. That was a great play yeah, by him. Yeah, because it looked like it, he was wide open, and then Shaquem made that giant stretch, got a hand on the ball, and almost. But picked even it. that underthrown. Yeah, like if he hits him where he should hit him, that's a touchdown. Yeah. Maybe Shaquem gets gets a the ankle. Foot? Yeah, no. Jimmy G stinks. Now, the one thing I'll hold back a little bit on is I didn't realize this. That was, I, th- I think he's only had 19 starts. Nope, that's, uh, I think that's, who, who, I think he only has 16 or 17 starts. It's somewhere in that range. He does not have a lot of starts. So I'll give him that kind of hold back that he has less starts than some of these other young guys that are playing really well. Um, but that's kind of the point though. Like some of these other young guys that he has similar amount of starts to are just playing loads better than him. Like Kyler Murray is playing way better than Jimmy G. Um, Lamar Jackson, way better than Jimmy G. Baker Mayfield, no comment. But other than that, just, I'm not a Jimmy G guy to count me out. Give me Gardner Minshew, Minshew over Jimmy G, dude. I, I'm, I'm not in for it. 
Okay, so I'm not seeing his starts, but I'm seeing his games played. And his games played in his career are 35. Well, here it is. He, he's played 19 starts. So he's played th- in 35 games, but he's only he's had 19 starts. And here's people think he's so good because he is 16 and 3 as a starter. It's impressive. You know, Lamar Jackson, I think, is 13 and 4 as a starter. So that's, I mean, he's just thought of as like, man, he just wins. Um, so 16 and 3 as a starter is, is impressive. But I mean, he, he was on the Patriots, who went and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Or at least, you know, been in the past couple Super Bowls and, and won one. And then he is now with the 49ers, who have one of the best defenses in the league. And, and you know, uh, head coach, help me out. Kyle Shanahan. For the, one of the great young coach, yeah. coaches and, and great play callers. So he's just surrounded by talent. Just, yeah, talented people everywhere. And don't get me wrong, like, he's got the quarterback body. He's big, 6'2, six, 6'3, six, got the physique, got the arm, got all this. He just hasn't put it together yet. So, again, only 19 starts. We'll give him some time. But right now, people are still freaking about Jimmy G, Jimmy G. He's one of the top five, 10 quarterbacks in the league. He's a bottom 15 player at, at best. Like, right he's now, not, he's not a top quarterback. He's a very average quarterback. Very average. And if very he mediocre. could actually like, learn how to read a defense, he could be a stunning quarterback. I mean, he's got the tools. Yeah, he just isn't using them. No. So, anywho, enough of the anti. This is an anti Jimmy G podcast until he proves us otherwise. And then we'll, we'll flip. We, we can learn and adapt. We are a pro Russell Wilson. We sure are. Uh, so flipping to the other side. We mentioned yeah. this earlier. He 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 managed that game very very well. And um in in this uh prediction from last week I said there's no way he's going to let his team win by a touchdown and he he fought with everything he had. And I swore he was going to get that that touchdown pass at uh, the end of the game in overtime. And I don't know, I can't remember which linebacker it was, but made a heck of an athletic play. The interception, and, it was great. And, and he stretched. did slightly underthrow. Like, it wasn't yeah. a bad throw. But he, he put it in the air. I was like, slightly, oh, this is a touchdown. It looked this like is a touchdown. touchdown. It's a beautiful play. But, yeah, it, uh, defense played that one really well. Again, the number one defense in the country. And like I said earlier, when you look at the stat line, um, only slightly better than Jimmy G's, and we're bashing Jimmy G, you know what I mean? But if you watched that game, the gap between a Russell Wilson and Jimmy G is so vast. Because Russell Wilson, the, the way he, I mean, first of all, you just look at 24 of 34 compared to Jimmy G's 24 for 46. Okay, so 22 incomplete passes from Jimmy G, only 10 for Russ. Russ did throw less yards, had a touchdown and a pick. Jimmy G throws slightly more yards, also had a touchdown and a pick. Um, but if you had watched, if you just watched that game, Russell Wilson is light years ahead. And you expect it. He's an eight-year, nine-year starter and, and a very good one at that. But like you said, you just knew they were going to win this game even when things went wrong. You just knew it. And And how does it end? It ends with... The Niners tying it up with a 47-yard field goal. Uh, from a guy picked up. Rookie, undrafted. Yep. Picked, picked him, him up, up off last the street week this week. Because Robbie Gold might not play. Yes. He nails a 47-yarder. Yep. What happens in overtime? Ice he, in his veins. Ties he, it up. They go to overtime. He has a chance for this. It was almost identical. It was on the right hash. The first one was right in the middle. Right hash. 47-yarder again to win the game in overtime. Shanks it. It looked like my golf swing. It, no, it, it was it was terrible. 
I mean, honestly, they the should have sent right. Robbie Gold out there for, to kick that one. It would have had a better chance. Atrocious. It, it, they should have sent Jimmy G, G out to drop kick it. Probably would have been better. He could have just kicked it like a kicker, and he would have been fine. Probably. Better effort. So they could have picked anybody else on that team, and they would have kicked it better. It, I think it went maybe Just grab Jerry Rice real quick, put Jerry yards. Rice back in a uniform. No, just sign Odell real quick. Trade him. Trade for Odell. There have Odell go. kick your field goal. Because, I, I mean. No holder. Just have him spin it himself. Yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was unreal to where I thought, like, someone had to have tipped it. Well, our first reaction it, was it, that, and... It went maybe 25, 25, 30 yards, maybe. And it went at its peak, maybe 20 feet in the air, and went maybe 20 yards to the left. At so least. nowhere near the field goal. At least. Our second thought after we were like, someone blocked that. And we saw no one blocked it. We were like, okay, where were the laces? That had to be a terrible hold. It was a perfect hold. <laughs> I mean, everything about it was perfect. The. Even the snap was a little high, and the holder got it down and spun it for him. Perfect, bad kick. But you know, it it, it happens. And then and uh, honestly, he got one of the two as a rookie undrafted, just picked up off the street last not week. Not terrible. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, no, that's not what bad. you're now, expecting. Him, he got you. He got you into OT. Yeah, and like you if, really want to put this game on his shoulders? If that's or you can't blame him for it. At least like yeah. But if, if you want to, if it was your starter, it was terrible though. If it was your starter that did that. There's an issue. Yeah, is the guy that you just picked up this week, undrafted rookie. It's like it's a heartbreaker, right. but because guess what? Even if he had made it, he's cleaning out his locker anyways. As soon as Robbie Gold gets back, so I mean, it's not like if he makes that, you're keeping him. Maybe I don't, but I doubt it. All right, so that's our recap. Uh, we're gonna move on to a little bit of news. We'll breeze through these, get through, uh, and then we'll get to our cover three picks. Um, do you have any news stories that you want to add to this? I've got four that I found. Um, they probably include some of the ones you, you have. Yeah, those look like uh, what I've seen so far. I might have another one, maybe. Okay. Well, we'll start with the, the obviously the biggest one right mm-hmm. now. Colin Kaepernick yep. is working out for the league. It's an open workout. Well, I should say it's it's open to the league. It's, it is a private workout, though. And I think 11 teams confirmed? Currently 11 teams. Confirmed I, that they're going? Could be more, but I, I, I don't know that there will be. Um this I'm torn on this. Hugh Jackson will be leading the workout, so he'll be doing the workouts for like leading what he does. Oh, I just read that. That's poor good. cap. No, you know what? I can't. <laughs> Hugh Jackson was a really bad head coach. Absolutely. I don't think he's a bad coach though. He's not a bad offensive coach, and I think he knows quarterbacks pretty well. So I don't think it'll be bad. But no, I agree. <laughs> not a great look for him as a head coach. Um, but who does in the Browns organization? I guess. So uh, he not will Freddie be. Kitchens. No. Yeah, no, I think he, actually statistically they were better at this point with Hugh Jackson last really? year. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yep. Um, so Cap working out. Uh, I'm torn on this whole thing because it it does kind of just feel like a publicity stunt for the NFL. Because um, it almost feels like hey, it's going to end up with no one signing him and them them just being like, hey, we we held a workout, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. we did Sorry. all we could. Yeah, but really, they you know they don't care. Like it's. It, I don't know. It it kind of does, but I actually like looking at the list of people that are going. There's like one or two teams that are like they could better than what up. you have right now. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, he's better than most of the backups at the very so, least. Some of the people that are going though also surprise me. Like the Patriots surprise me. Like I'm not sure why they're going. Like um, unless Bill Belichick's gonna come up with a wildcat offense and use 
Kaepernick for like four plays or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I, I think it's just more for an insurance then, for Tom Brady because w- w- with a team like them who looks like they're going to go far in the playoffs, would you rather have Jarrett Stidham, who's this rookie, as your insurance policy, or would you rather have Cap, who's played in a Super Bowl before and it played really pretty well in a Super Bowl before? So, yeah, but um, that's the thing he's never seen. Jared play. Yeah, I mean, he played well in preseason, but and he's I personally with the team knows the playbook. That's true. I personally would rather cap though. Still going into a a, a year that you're probably going to go deep. So if I if, guess I get yeah, the Patriots. It, the thing is, he hasn't played. I guess Jared Sim hasn't played either, but he just yeah. got off of a year in college. Yeah, he's been I mean, practicing. he's been playing. He's been practicing. He said he hasn't in stopped working out. Right. Or I'm saying Cap hasn't has said he hasn't stopped working out since right. i mean he's been ready for three years so on, so on and so forth so right. and he's been posting all his workout videos right forever, i know obj worked out who knows once. um but the other one i was surprised to see up there was the giants like i feel like you're pretty sold on daniel jones right now yeah and they, they i think most of the teams are only looking for a backup personally okay um would be my guess because even the dolphins we were gonna draft a quarterback you know and we yeah. and, and ryan but Fitzpatrick has actually been decent for us so might need to have someone you know who you might need to have someone in the yeah, is either a backup or try him out instead of Fitzpatrick. Yeah, if you're no, gonna draft someone, anyways, why not? Being yeah, I mean, well, because we don't want to win anymore, and Cat probably is worth a win or two. We don't want to win anymore. I hope we don't get him, which is funny because I want him to get a contract. I do, but I I want to see how he plays in the league just to see if he's actually worth it or not anymore. Because yeah. I didn't think he was that great of a quarterback. But he he the stats was said otherwise though because I his agreed. Stats said otherwise, but I like agreed. I didn't think he was that great. And he played like I thought he was he was an okay quarterback. I always agreed. I always always like I watch him. His throw is so unorthodox. He's a little sporadic. But then you look at his stats, and he's just athletic as crap. Yeah, he's he really got is a really big stride. I mean, yeah, he can run for days. And maybe and that's stats, the turn of the league. The last year he he started and played. I think he went sixteen touchdowns and four picks, and it's like. It's a lot better than a lot of people in the league right now. You know, now can he still do it? I don't know. Like it's you better said, well, than Jimmy G right now. Oh, uh, much better. What if he goes back to being a Niner? They're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Jets are all supporting Adam Gase, their CEO, their GM. Well, no, no, I can't say the GMs. The GM actually hates Adam Gase. But the CEO came out in support of, of Adam Gase and... Uh, Sam Darnold piggybacked it, said, was the article title. He piggybacked off of it and, and basically supported Adam Gase as well. So as a Dolphin fan and um, Dol- and Jet hater, I will say, you know what? I piggyback off of that as well. I support Adam Gase staying with the Jets for as long as he'd like, and, and they'd like him because as long as he's there, I feel confident that no matter how bad the Dolphins are, we can beat the Jets. So I like to piggyback off of Sam Darnold's piggyback double piggyback and say Adam Gase I support you man stay there as long as you can you're doing great <laughs> okay I mean, do you, am I wrong like I mean you can't be wrong in your choice of support I want them to stay there I, I want them to suck as long as they can so yeah. and as, especially because I do think Sam Darnold is a good is a good talent and I just think he's he's ruining him so I love it <laughs> So I did find one more story, but I mean, it's same as the next two, where it's just a, a player quote, essentially, which it was Saquon said that uh, he won't get shut down for the rest of the season, despite not being 100% healthy. So those of you who are worried about him, like me, as of having him as fantasy owner last week, got me like under 10 points. 
So he's like, it's not going to happen again. The struggle I'm, with him is no matter how bad he does for how long, you cannot bench him. I can't. Ever. Well, I have to this week. He's on a bye. No, nope, but. No, nope, you oh, play him. I'll put him back in. You play him. He's. Play him. <laughs> it's a, it's just. Yeah. It, I, can, I know, dude. It's frustrating. Oh, I don't know because I don't have him in any league, but. Um, but we have Todd Gurley, so yeah, I mean, you so know that's frustrating. Um, Pat Mahomes says he feels the best he has all season, so that's encouraging for yeah. for coming off KC fans coming off an injury. Um, and you know what? Typically, I would say, okay, sure, you're saying that to be a leader. I believe him because he looked spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> this past weekend. So who am I to say there's no way? Like he probably does. He, he looks really good. And last but not least, I love this story. Daniel Jones is looking to trademark his little nickname that everybody's given him, Danny Dimes. So he's trying to trademark it. So what does that do for him, trademarking it? No one else can use it without his consent? Yes, if someone uses it or or puts it on a shirt Mm -hmm. or tries to make money off of it, he can then sue and kind of take that from them. Interesting. So, so my guess would be he's doing it probably for marketing, so he can make maybe gear or something. Maybe, okay. he, or maybe, maybe I don't know if he has a deal with Nike or yet, or somebody, or, or who he would have a deal with right yeah. now. Maybe make shirts out of it. I mean, hmm. I personally, it's one of my favorite nicknames in the league. I, it just sounds so cool. Danny and dimes. he sure did throw dimes this past weekend. If you base that game off of his performance, they blew out the Jets, but clearly they lost to the Jets because of other performances like the Giants' defense. Um, I mean, he threw four touchdown passes. I mean, he looked really good. Yeah. So I don't mind it. I think it's funny. Um, Tanny can't even, Dimes. Can't even think of like more than one or two other nicknames in the league. So there was two Fitzmagics. Right. There was Brian Fitzpatrick and Minka Fitzpatrick. Right. And Minka Fitzpatrick already had it uh, patented. Yeah. So. But Ryan really, Fitzpatrick wasn't giving it to himself as the media that exactly. was giving it to him, so he couldn't get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. That was one of the famous Jameis. You love that one. That's like he's one of your favorite players. So, nope. <laughs> I actually hate that <laughs> because it brings disgrace to those cookies, the famous Amos cookies. Yeah, those are good. Yes, Jameis is not. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. Now, yeah, that's it. Time for the money. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Cha-ching! Money time. Money time. Hey. And for real, we feel confident saying this this week because we both oh, yeah. had killer weeks this past week. Easton, tell us how how just tell us how violently we killed it. Uh, well, I'll give you guys just a. Uh, I'll just I'll just tell you how it is. Britt went six of six last week. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna brag about it, but I'm freaking awesome. And I went four of six because we. We switched up on the first game, which literally could have gone either way. Could, I mean, it was so close. Uh, so the first game was Chargers at the Raiders, and the Chargers were favored by a point and a half. So you're already picking a winner there. Yeah, essentially. And so Britt went with the Raiders and the Raiders and the points because he chose to win. I went with Chargers and the Chargers and the points. Because you chose to win. I mean, exactly. yeah, like you said, yeah. it's essentially taking... And, and it, it, was a, it was a fun game to watch, too. Like, that actually, was, this, league was, this, this week was a pretty good... That was a really fun game to watch, yeah. actually. So th- this week was a bunch of fun games to watch, and the score ended 26-24. A mere two points. Yes, to where we at one point thought that um, they were going to tie it up. Or no, they were going to 
Sure. I think someone went for two. No, the the Chargers were driving down the field and about to kick a field That's goal right. to be a one-point game. That's right, which we would have split which then. we would have split, because and I, I had the said rate, yeah. last week was impossible for it to actually it happen. happen. Yeah. If they would have driven down. Yeah, if Philip Rivers was a good quarterback. I don't know what happened to him. Because um, he was pretty decent the past few years. Yeah, he and even last year he was good. Cliff. This year he's terrible. So um, I hope the Chargers... I didn't see if the Chargers were going to see Kaepernick work out. But if they are, that would be a good pickup for them. I think the Bears would be the best fit right now. <laughs> well, maybe for Kaepernick. But I think Chargers could use him. I don't know. I, think, if they, I don't think they would do it, dude. I they wouldn't do it to Rivers. I think they have a similar relationship to Rivers, like the Giants had to Manning. And I think they're just going to ride him too long. Like I think that he'll start. They already next season. are riding him. They too are long. riding him too long, but I think they'll start him next season too. Yeah. And it's a shame because I mean he's a, he's a great quarterback. I think he's borderline Hall of Fame, but he's done. His time's up. It's done. <laughs> go spend your time with your seventeen children. Like <laughs> take take the time off. You're done. <laughs> go have more children, dude. No. He needs it. I mean, you know, he could. He almost has his whole football team. True. All right. <laughs> uh, next game uh, was the Vikings at the Cowboys. We each chose the Vikings to win and in the points. Uh, at Dallas, the Cowboys. That's the biggest yeah, thing. At the Cowboys. Because Dallas is favored by three points being at home. And we won that one because the Vikings won by four points. Which that one, think about how genius that pick was for both of us. The Cowboys are so good at home and... Let's just be real. Kirk Cousins sucks on prime time. Mm-hmm. They went against both of those things and won this game. We're we're so good. We're so good at this. It was it was nice. It was nice. And then the Seahawks at the 49ers. We each chose the Seahawks uh, to win. And you know how that. Went. And in the points because San Francisco was favored by six and a half. Not gonna happen. So and, even if yeah, we would have went with San Francisco, that was, that was the, point. the very first thing we each said last week was Russell Wilson's not gonna let his team lose by a touchdown. So we took him the points and took him to win, and they got the win in OT. What a thriller! So that brings Easton to four and six on the week. Myself, six of six. A perfect week. I I was able to get myself above. The pros, so I'm back to I'm at 27 out of 44 for the season, which feels good. We said we were going to turn around for weeks now. We finally did. I'm at 61%. Easton up with the Sharps as well, 25 of 44 with 57%. Let's keep the train rolling. Easton, you're going to start this one. I will read them all. Okay. Jets at – and again, these were all random, so if they sound like bad games, we just randomize it. We couldn't choose, so – I think these. I think they're all pretty fun games. Jets at Redskins, so <laughs> battle of two losers. Washington is favored, so they're at home and they're favored by two and a half. Who do you got here? Um, I'm going with your offensive genius guru because I do like Sam Darnold, and I just feel like um, that that the offense will be able to produce more than the Redskins' offense. And the Jets have a, a, a defense, like a, a decent no, defense. defense. I think their defense and, is the best part of their team. I mean, you see. And the Redskins can't get anything going on any side of it. The only thing that they've got going for them is freaking Adrian Peterson. Yeah, And so, you saw how, did you see Jamal Adams take the ball out of Daniel Jones' hand? Like oh, just yeah. palm it and, yep. just, and shoved him down with the other and took it for a touch. I mean, their yeah. defense is good. So... I think that their offense can score more than Adrian Peterson can against the Jets' defense. So that that's my Dwayne pick. Haskins. And because I'm picking them to win, 
I have to pick them in the points. So I'm actually shocked you took them. I thought for sure you'd go with the Washington Redskins. And I was like, okay, we're going to be split here. But I also agree. I think uh, not that this is how you should look at it, but I think the Giants are a much better team than the Redskins. And the Jets beat the Giants. And again, that's never the way to look at it. But I'm just, the Redskins are really bad. I do think Sam Darnold's too good for that. I think Le'Veon Bell's too good for that. I think their defense is too loaded for that. I'm taking them, obviously, in the points and then and them to win outright as well. So we're both in agreement. Uh, Jets all around. Um, doubling down on the Jets. Doubling down. <laughs> when did you ever think that we <laughs> would say that? Now that you put it that way, I'm, I just got a sick feeling in my stomach when you said that. All right, the next game. Um, <laughs> next game, Bengals at Raiders. And Oakland, you, you ready for this? Oakland is a is they're at home and they are favored by eleven points. Huge number here. I'll start it off. I think they get it. <laughs> I think the Bengals are that bad. They're going from you know I mean what do you consider the Bengals like? What would you are they mid wet mid east middle east? What do you middle east? What do you consider them in the country? I consider them closer to east than middle of the country. So it's a long. That's a lot of travel from from Cincinnati to uh, Oakland. You know, it's across the country. So I don't think they're going to travel very well that far. I'm taking Oakland to cover this line and win by 11 or more. Um, What do you say? Well, a third of their games, they've had a score with 11 points or closer. Everything else, they've been blown out by more than 11 points. So, yes. So, actually, actually not a bad pick for me. (laughs) So, with that knowledge and knowing how the Raiders are playing, I'm going to take the Raiders to win, without a doubt, and then taking the Raiders in the points. So, doubling down on the Raiders. I am doubling down on the Raiders. John Gruden. What is it? Let me tell you something. We're going to win this game by more than 11 points, okay? What is it? What are the the words? Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, Here we go. Last but not least. So, we are in full agreement so far. Bears, the Bears, at the Rams. So they're traveling to L.A. to take on the Rams. The Rams are favored by six and a half here, which feels like a lot for a team that's been struggling. What do you say? Well, my first reaction is taking Bears in the points because that defense... I'll just go ahead and I agree. Okay, so Bears have a solid defense, and the Rams have been a... Mediocre at best. Well, yeah. I was going to say an weird. average team. They've not been playing well. It's weird. Like, one, we if, if Cooper Cup doesn't go for 200 receiving yards, they don't score much, you know, and that's not okay. So, I mean, no, Todd Gurley's gone. Brandon Cooks has been banged up. Robert Woods isn't the same. Jared Goff's not the same because the offensive line is not the same. So, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, I agree. You know, and they, they lost this struggling Steelers team, which Steelers have a great defense. So clearly, they can't put up points against the defense. They only put up 12 against the Steelers defense. Yeah, and this is a much better defense. Much better defense. So, you know, um, they only put up seven points against the San Francisco 49ers defense, which that's the best defense currently. Sure. But Bears aren't too far off. Their secondary is probably a little bit weaker. But, I mean, they're they're just not putting up points when they need to. And it's, I guess it's just difficult to go with the Rams in that. And to then, win, or you're taking Bears in, in in the, the points. points. Who you got to win? And then I'm gonna say that the Bears even it up. The Bears. They're going five and five. So and you're making doubling the Rams down. five and five. You're doubling down everywhere. Yeah. 
All right, so we have our first disagreement. I'm going to take the Bears and the points, but I am going to take the Rams to narrowly win this game. I don't think the Bears' offense is good enough to play because, in my opinion, as much as the Steelers are missing this year, I like the Steelers better than the Bears right now just because their offense is a little bit better. Um, I'm taking the Rams to win this game by two, three, four points. And but yeah, they they will not win by six and a half. They won't win by a touchdown or more. Um, I don't see that. I don't see that with the way they're playing right now. I don't see that with their offensive line against Khalil Mack. Um, I just don't see it. So, a little bit disagreement there. And that's all we got. That's it. Go make some money. Go put some bets on. And we were we were close to perfect last week as a team. Listen to us. Go put some money on it. And if we lose you the money, don't come crying to us. It was your decision. We didn't do anything. We didn't force you. Yeah. My, the tough thing for me in this game is is the injury report. There's a lot of people that are questionable on both sides. Uh, Brandon Cooks is out for the Rams. So, you know. He's that, been hurt, like, right? most of the season. Yeah. So, you know, like, it just makes Cooper Cup that much bigger of a target. But um, having their tight end Everett is questionable. And their tight end Higby is also questionable. It's like what, what targets is he gonna have? Big game for Todd Gurley. So hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. All right, it. man. Good episode, loaded episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. That's all we got. You can take it or leave it. Hit us up at Take It Leave It BH on Twitter. We love you guys. Peace.